Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way with positive feedback. Backed by research, kids using IXL are scoring higher on tests. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. Rather than looking at multiple programs to help your child in different subjects, one subscription gets you everything with IXL Learning, and all the kids in your home work off once site from pre-K to 12th grade. If your child is struggling, this is the smartest investment you can make. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com IXLAV. Visit IXL.com IXLAV to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com sale. That's hellotend.com sale. And book your free consult today. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Welcome back to the show. This is Faraz Sadiqi, Waiver Wire Tuesday. We have some very interesting names on tap for you to grab off of waivers. Uh, but first, let's talk Monday Night Football. Kirk Cousins looked real good. Maybe better than he's ever looked on a Monday night. He's never been the best primetime quarterback in his career, maybe one of the worst. Uh, but he was slinging last night, man. Okay, the Vikings got the win. Jordan Addison, and here it was, man. This was his breakout game on primetime. Seven catches for 123 yards and two touchdowns on 10 targets. 22% target share. Uh, Still not getting that elite, elite target share, but, like, the dude has been efficient. Six touchdowns in seven games. Uh, He's pulling, like, a Jahan Dotson from last year, right? Um, But that touchdown at the end of the half when he ripped it out of the defender's hands after what looked like an interception initially – He's a dog, okay? So I hope you had him in your lineup last night. Uh, He did get a little bit banged up, but it turned out to just be a cramp, so he's fine. Uh, TJ Hawkinson also got banged up in this game. He had a a major target share as well. He led the team in targets. Uh, It looks like an ankle injury. Uh, He did return to the game. Keep an eye out for this one because, you know, there were some rumblings that this can be a high ankle injury. So monitor this moving into week eight. Uh, you might want to keep an eye on some waiver wire tight ends just in case. Not trying to scare you here, but just want to make sure that you're prepared. All right, that's the name of the game. Uh, another note from this game, Cam Akers worked his way into the rotation a lot more than before. Last week, it was all Madison. This week, he moved up to a 39% snap share, had 13 opportunities to Madison's 11. Okay, so now this is something to definitely take note of here. Okay, he's on the waiver wire list around number 15, 16, so he should be rostered in case this continues. 
Brandon Ayuk was on his way to a nice game, caught five catches for 57 yards in the first half, and then completely disappeared in the second half when the 49ers offense just looked a little lost. Uh, not the type of game you want from Ayuk, but this does present a nice buy low opportunity if you need a high end wide receiver too. Uh, speaking of high end wide receiver two, is Chris Olave arrested for reckless operation of a motor vehicle? He was driving 70 into 35. Not a huge deal. Okay. I'm assuming this wasn't a residential area. Okay. I've seen a lot of places where, you know, the, the posted speed limit is 35, and it's just like, why? This sh- it should be 50. Okay. It should be 55. Okay. I- I- I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. I-, I don't know where he was driving, but I don't think this is a big deal. He's not going to get disciplined for it. Not really worried about it at all in terms of his fantasy value or anything like that or this having an impact on fantasy. Uh, remember that Jordan Addison also did something way worse <laughs> during the offseason, uh, and even that didn't turn out to be a huge deal at all. Okay, Jerome Ford has a, a low-grade high ankle sprain, according to Adam Schefter. Usually high ankle sprains mean that running backs are missing more time than the one to two weeks that they, that they initially reported on. Okay, so I think Kareem Hunt has to be grabbed if he's available on waivers. Uh, he's rostered in more than 50% of leagues, but not more than 65%. So he could very well be available uh, in a lot of leagues. Okay, so make sure you, to check in yours. The NFL is looking into why the Falcons didn't report B. John Robinson's injury. Good. Okay, it was against the rules. They should have reported it. And now Arthur Smith is in trouble. Good. Okay. Bijan should be good to go for next week. Uh, please don't overreact on Bijan. Okay. If anything, buy low. He should be good to go next week. Deshaun Watson is going to get another MRI on his shoulder. This sounds like a re-aggravation. I'm moving Amari Cooper today if I can. Okay. I doubt Watson plays this week. He could be out for longer. Uh, we'll talk about some QB waiver wire options for this week as well at the end of this episode. Justin Fields won't play this week either, but the silver lining for DJ Moore is that he received a 35% target share with 89% of his targets deemed as catchable. Okay, that's probably a lot better than any of us thought. Okay, so real good news there. All right, let's get into waivers. Let's check on who might be available in your league. Okay, these guys are available in like 40 to 50% of leagues, right? Um, Normally, we talk about the guys who are available in more than 50% of leagues, but um, we're going to talk about guys who could be available kind of like just, just just above that cusp. So those guys, right? Let's start it off with Rashi Rice. Uh, 65% route participation on Sunday, season high. For context, Kelsey ran at a 78% route participation in this game. So 65% is actually a lot better knowing that. Just ran a few less routes than Travis Kelsey in this game. He's seeing a 28% target share per route run. He's only behind Kelsey in end zone looks this year. And according to FantasyLife.com, he's now at three top 36 finishes, one top 24 finish. And then this past week, he had his first top 15 finish. Okay, so I think he's going to be a high-end wide receiver three for me going into this game in Denver. Check if Kareem Hunt's available. Like I said, you know, he's going to get a ton of opportunity with Jerome Ford out. He's number two on this uh, check to see if available list. Uh, I think it'll still be a timeshare between Hunt and Pierre Strong, and Strong will get his touches and should be picked up as well. But Hunt is available in 30 to 40% of leagues. So if he is available in yours, he's one of the top priorities this week. I think he'll be a solid RB2 start in Seattle. Uh, Ford could be out a couple of weeks, okay? They got Seattle, Arizona, Baltimore, 
Pittsburgh, Denver. If this injury lingers, there are really good matchups here. And even when Ford is back, Hunt should remain very involved. Josh Palmer is looking like Justin Herbert's clear wide receiver, too. I have him next up on this list. He went over 100 yards in this game. He's an every week wide receiver three right now. Could still be available in your league. Chuba Herbert is next up here at five. Again, this is a list of guys who can be available. And then we'll get into the list of guys who are available in more than 50% of leagues. But Herbert has been efficient. And he's been more efficient than Miles Sanders this year. He's had the best game of any Panthers running back before the bye with Sanders out. And now we can see a legit timeshare moving forward, right? Frank Reich just came out and said that this is going to be a committee approach moving forward. So it looks like Harbert has earned more playing time here. I'm not necessarily grabbing Harbert over some of these other waiver wire options like Henderson or Dan Mercado, especially if I need a start this week. Um, uh, you know, or Tajay Spears, you know, more of a better long-term ad just in case Derrick Henry gets moved and that sort of thing. But again, Chuba Hubbard, you know, uh, I, I'd, I'd, I'd be happy to pick him up. I don't, I don't think he's going to dethrone Sanders completely, but there is a chance that he gets enough work where he, where he's flex worthy week in and week out. Dalton, Schultz, Dalton Schultz is at six here. He's scored in three straight games before the bye. He's also received target shares of 33% and 29% over the last two games. Now, it is worth noting that Tank Dell, who is one of the top wide receiver waiver pickups this week, uh, he was not available for, for about one and a half of those games. Uh, and we could see that target share shift over to Dell since he was getting 20% plus target share in the previous two games, where Schultz only had 7% and 12%. Okay, so if you're picking up Schultz, just keep that in mind. Romeo Dubs is at six on this list. Christian Watson has a knee injury. We'll see if that means he misses time. Uh, but Dubs was the guy when Watson was out and banged up. So if Dubs should be rostered, um, if Dubs is not rostered, um, in case he was dropped, you should pick him up. And if Watson is out, he's a wide receiver three start. Jackson Smith and the Jigba came through last week with DK Metcalf missing. He was a great stash for me either way. I'm assuming Metcalf will be back this week. I'm not necessarily starting JSN, but I will be stashing him for a potential second half of the season breakout. Our sponsor for this episode is Better Vision. It's an app that allows you to keep track of all of your bets in one place. If you have accounts on all of these different sports books, you have to switch between them to see whether you're up or not. You lose track of where you play certain bets. And it gets confusing, but not anymore, not with better vision. All of your bets are tracked in one place. And not only that, the best part is better vision will let you know which betting platforms have the best odds for certain bets. All right. So if you like a play, normally you would look through all of your apps one by one to see what which one has the best odds. Uh, and then you end up playing on that app. But why not have a side-by-side -side comparison all on one screen within one app? And then you just click on the bet that you want to make within better vision and you're good to go. Okay, go check it out. It's completely free. Go to bettervision.us or go to the App Store and search Better Vision. That's better with an O. So B-E-T-T-O-R Vision in the App Store today. Uh, a couple of wide receivers to end this list at 8, 9, and 10. Curtis Samuel, KJ Osborne, Elijah Moore, in case you need to dig deep to plug in at wide receiver. Uh, but there definitely are some better wide receiver names on the actual waiver wire list that I'm going to get into now, like Josh Downs and Tank Dell. Before I get into that list, if you could do me a huge favor, open up your podcast app and click follow, add, or subscribe on your podcast. Uh, or if you could subscribe over on YouTube, that would mean the world to me. Um, you know, it helps this podcast out a ton. It helps more people find it. It helps us grow and it helps us make it better overall. So thank you. 
All right, so at number one, we have Josh Downs. He's been on our waiver wire list for several weeks now. He should have been picked up, but he's available in a ton of leagues. He's received a 21% target share from Gardner Minshew this year. Uh, the week six game really brought that down, but he saw a 25% target share entering that game. And then in a very tough matchup against the Browns, he saw a 29% target share this past Sunday, according to Fantasy Life's utilization report. Uh, Minshew got it done against a tough defense. Downs faced two of the toughest defense against the slot over the past two weeks. This week, they get the Saints, uh, and they've been tough against perimeter wide receivers, but they are somewhat vulnerable to the slot. And we saw that play out last week with Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk. So Downs should probably be in lineups in week eight. Alante Taylor, the Saints nickel corner, he's given up three touchdowns in his coverage so far this year through seven weeks. Okay, Downs had two touchdowns two weeks in a row. Can it be a third? At number two is Tank Dell. Don't sleep on Dell. He had 23% and 25% target shares in weeks two and three. He had a rough game in week four, then got concussed in week five. He was out week six with the concussion, and then he had the bye week in week seven. Okay, so we just haven't seen it for a month. Let's not forget about the potential upside here. You know, to command those type of target shares in your first three weeks of your career means something. And I look to add a potential upside wide receiver three for the rest of the year. At number three, we have Daryl Henderson. We talked about him at length on yesterday's episode already, but he can definitely provide some RB2 starts for you uh, over their next three games, which is actually four weeks because they had the bye after two weeks. So they do have Dallas this week, so not the best matchup in the world. And then Green Bay and Seattle after the bye, solid matchups. Um, but you can still start him against Dallas this week. He's not a complete avoid because this Rams offense can definitely move the ball. Amari DiMercato is at number four. He's a pickup if you need an RB2 start over the next two weeks before James Conner comes back. He took a clear control of this of this backfield this past week. Keontae Ingram wasn't even involved at all. He only played on special teams. And while this might seem like a back-and-forth situation uh, and you might not be able to trust it, that's not really how I see it. Okay, Ingram was the backup to Conner. Uh, he got his opportunity last week. He stunk. He wasn't as good as DiMercato looked in week six. So now he's the guy. And Demarcado is a pass catcher as well, so the target should be there for him. I can see him having a solid game against the Ravens at home this week, just like Jameer Gibbs did, you know, the week before. At number five, we have Tajay Spears. He's the guy, you know, that you want long-term. If you don't necessarily need that short-term start, I'd probably prioritize Spears over, like, Henderson and Demarcado. Uh, number one, he's startable in a pinch if you need him. Number two, if anything were to happen to Derrick Henry, he'll be a high upside running back the rest of the way. And number three, Derrick Henry can potentially be traded away. Okay, he's kind of on the trade block right now. And if that happens, wheels up for Tajay the rest of the way. At number six, I have Dalton Kincaid. First of all, he had his first big game. He caught eight of eight targets for 75 yards. That was a 22% target share from Josh Allen. But also, Dawson Knox is getting wrist surgery. And who knows how long he'll be out for. In the interim, Kincaid will be the guy. He'll have an opportunity to potentially get more playing time as well if he shows out. You know, and then when Knox comes back, maybe he continues to be the guy. I have Devin Singletary at number seven. Before the bye, this was the timeshare uh, in that game between him and Damian Pierce. He looked good. They have Carolina this week. Okay. So if you need a spot start, he's your guy. But also, I'd be interested to see what the split looks like this week in case he can continue to be fantasy relevant. But if this continues, that this, this timeshare continues out of the bye here, uh, he's a, you know, solid like start. 
in you know in this game against a very very bad rushing defense. At number eight, I have Kyler Murray. It looks like he's all ready to come back at this point. We might not see him until a couple of weeks, but it's possible he's back like week nine-ish. Potentially, he'll be an instant QB1 most likely at that point, maybe low-end QB1 to start. So if you're in need of a QB, he should be prioritized. Michael Mayer's at nine. He didn't have a big game this past week, but the Raiders got blown out. Backup started coming in. But Mayer was on the field for almost every snap before that happened. You'd love to hear that. So if he gets dropped or if he's still available, he's still a priority tight end pickup in case Dalton Kincaid is not available. Mayer might end up being the preferred one out of those two guys in several weeks in case Knox ends up coming back and then ruins Kincaid's playing time. Okay, Jimmy G, it it looks like he'll be back on Monday night next week. This week, I should say. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. At 10, I have Kendrick Bourne. Who knows if this continues for him? Okay, two straight games. We've seen this before. uh, And this Pat's office isn't so reliable. However, 90% route participation three weeks in a row and 26% target share over that span. Okay, that ain't nothing. It could be something. So he should be rostered. It looks like Roshan Johnson will be back this week. He's at 11. He still has one more hurdle to clear when it comes to clearing the concussion protocol. But according to his head coach, it looks like he will. Okay, we talked about it on yesterday's show. If he's back, my assumption would be that it it will be a one-two punch between him and Deontay Foreman. I think Roshan had a chance to be the guy if he didn't have the concussion. But now that Foreman has had some opportunity and he's done well with his opportunity, I think he stays involved until Khalil Herbert's back. So I'm still picking up Roshan. He'll likely be an upside flex play this week against the Chargers. The good thing is that if the Bears go down in this game, he'll be the guy on the field in passing situations. So, guys, uh, I'm going up to 20 here, okay? I have waiver wire pickups all the way to, like, number 35. That's available on our website, upperhandfantasy.com. We'll have an article up as well with my fab recommendations for all these guys. Um, And also, you know, that comes along with the article as well, kind of summarizing what we're going, what we're talking about, you know, in this episode. So make sure to go to upperhandfantasy.com. That's going to have our weekly uh, rankings as well, uh, you know, for week eight. Uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff, trade charts, um, you know, rest of the season rankings, dynasty rankings, all of it. All that was just updated as well very recently. And and the uh, rest of the season rankings will be updated every single week. Okay, so uh, a lot a lot, to, a lot to take a look at at UpperHandFantasy.com, uh, as well as signing up for our free daily newsletter. Okay, scroll down to the bottom of that homepage and you'll see, you'll see a little t- uh, text box there. Just throw in your, your email and, and you'll sign up. And you'll get one every single morning for free to your email inbox. 
At number 12, I have Pierre Strong. He is the Kareem Hunt compliment while Jerome Ford is hurt. Uh, so he's someone to grab uh, to see what the share you know, what the share looks like. Maybe he can end up with 40 to 45% of the rushing attempts, which will make him somewhat relevant in this offense. It's going to be a run first offense. He could be an RB3 flex play if that were to be the case. And if four were to miss more games, Strong might be someone you want to have on your roster. Uh, Jalen Hyatt's at number 13. He's playing a much bigger role, you know, close to a full-time rap participation. He had a couple big plays in this past game, and he almost got a one-handed touchdown. He's somebody to pay attention to. You know, Tyrod is the one who's been looking for him. Uh, he found him for a long touchdown, you know, last, you know, in the preseason as well. So there's a little bit of a connection there. However, um, we didn't see Jalen Hyatt have this full-time role, you know, when, uh, when Daniel Jones was healthy. Okay. The hope is that he continues to be involved. So I think he's a little bit of an upside pickup this week. Uh, Royce Freeman is worth talking about as well. You know, Daryl Henderson was the 1A, but Freeman was the 1B, okay? He was very involved as well. Uh, he even had a, a goal line snap. He didn't get a touch there, but he had a snap, so that's something worth noting. Um, so if you're in need of a running back and you're a little bit desperate, you need somebody to maybe plug in this week, I think Royce Freeman could be an option. Obviously, it's a long shot, but, you know, I think he's worth adding uh, in deeper leagues especially. Jameson Williams, his rap participation moved up to about 50% this week. Uh, he had a rough game, okay? He was getting targeted. He was getting open. He was getting separation, but he just couldn't come down with balls, man. Like, one near the near the end zone, was it a perfect ball? You know, that, that deep pass towards the end looked like a post route. Was it a perfect ball? No. Should he have caught it? Probably. Kind of went off his fingertips. Um, the other one where, you know, he was running up the sideline and the ball hit him in the helmet, you know, it looked like a like a pretty dumb play. However, the the corner did kind of grab his hand uh, and leave his arm down, which you know probably prevented him from moving his arm up to block his face mask. Okay, so I think he should be picked up. I think the you know he caught that long touchdown the week before. This Lions offense really picks up here, and w we have no doubts about this offense at this point. I think he could be a big part of it. We just have to might we just have to be a little bit patient with Jameson Williams. I talked about K makers already. He's at number 16. Uh, Jeff Wilson's at 17. Uh, man, I'm not sure how much I'm interested in Jeff Wilson. You know, they have two matchups right now before, um, you know, their potentially star running back, Devon H. And comes back. I can't imagine Jeff Wilson being so involved uh, in this offense, you know, unless someone like Raheem Mostert gets hurt. It'll most likely be Mostert and A-Chain as the top two backs, right? A-Chain probably as the number one back when he's ready to go. Um, so where does Jeff Wilson fit in? So in deeper leagues, I think he's worth rostering to see like what his role is this week because maybe you pick him up this week and you, you, know, you don't really feel comfortable starting him after he hardly played last week, but he was coming off the injury and was, was coming off IR. But, you know, going into next week, like maybe he gets a good role this week and then you're able to play him in week nine. Right, that's kind of the hope there. But other than that, if you don't need him, you might not want to pick him up. And the reason why he's here is because the Miami has such a good running game, so it could be worth something. At at eighteen, I had Taysom Hill. Um, you know, he's been doing his thing over the past two games, um, and it's really a, a, a case of Juwan Johnson being out. Right, so if he's out again this week, I think Taysom Hill is definitely in play at your tight end position. Josh Kelly, the reason why he's on this list at number 19 here is because Austin Eckler, he did suffer what seemed like a low ankle injury, not a high ankle sprain, hopefully. Um, 
So just in case Eckler, they want to hold him out or whatever the case may be, you might want to pick up Josh Kelly so that he could give you uh, a terrible game in your lineup once again. <laughs> I, I love how that, that one game, like last week, Eckler comes back and then Josh Kelly has his long touchdown. Of course, right? And his other good game came in week one when, you know, then when, you know Eckler went up against the Dolphins, and of course he had his big game then. And when Eckler misses time, he can't have a good game. Come on. Come on. Uh, and then at 20, I have Jaleel McLaughlin. Um, the backfield really shifted back, you know, in Javante Williams' favor in week seven. However, McLaughlin continues to look good, okay? So when guys can look this good, I want to roster them. Okay, because it is very possible that his role increases moving forward. And if it does, he could have some upside. Okay. And also, like, you know, P. Ryan, I mean, I'm sorry, not P. Ryan, but P. Ryan's not involved that much. And then Javante, you know, he's coming off the ACL plus injury. He already had a hip injury. Right. So I think McLaughlin is a good running back to at least hold on your bench for now. All right. That's our top 20. Um, and, you know, again, like I said, upperhandfantasy.com, I have. Waiver wire pickups all the way to the up to number 36. So if a bunch of these guys are rostered, you want to look a little deeper, you're in a deeper league, uh, you might want to take a look at that. Okay. All right. Um, I have a couple of quarterbacks that I want to talk about real quick. Quarterback streamers. Uh, let me pull that up real quick. Um, a few guys have decent matchups this week. Um, CJ Stroud at Carolina would probably be my number one streamer. Sam Howell against Philly. I think that could work out as well. Uh, both of those guys are pretty good starts. And then it kind of gets a little, a little iffy, right? Uh, Gardner Minshew, I think against New Orleans could be interesting at home. Derek Carr at Indy. I know that's really, really tough, but it's a, it is a good matchup, right? Uh, and then Kenny Pickett against Jacksonville at home. He looked good last week. Number one, number two, he has Deontay Johnson back. Okay. So that could be good for Kenny Pickett moving forward. And then if you're really getting crazy, Mac Jones at Miami. Uh, good matchup, uh, but can you trust Mac Jones? Probably not. Okay. Uh, tight end streamers, I mentioned Dalton Kincaid. Uh, Jake Ferguson against the Rams. Uh, Dalton Schultz at Carolina. He could be available in your league. Logan Thomas against Philly. And John Smith at Tennessee in that order. Okay. Uh, if you're looking for defensive streamers, Sorry, can't find it here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that's going to do it for this episode, guys. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, and we'll be back tomorrow. We're going to go over our buys and our sells going into week eight. And uh, we'll talk soon. Take it easy. See ya. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.